He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere, a radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This, this is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome aboard. Uh, we do have some breaking news. We've got Todd Starn standing by, who's been following this all afternoon. We first got word of a possible uh, situation with the Arkabutla Dam. Uh, Todd, can you fill us in? Yeah, Earl, uh, good afternoon, and we have been uh, breaking into regular programming to let folks know what's happening. Uh, a lot of people in the listening area received an alert from the National Weather Service about a flash flood watch, which was sort of odd because the skies are pretty yeah. good right now, no rain. But the issue is uh, at Arkabutla Dam, where uh, there was a structural issue, that's what the National Weather Service said, and there was concern that Arkabutla Dam and the levee might might possibly fail. And if that happened, there would be significant flooding downriver. So the National Weather Service has issued a flash flood watch for much of the KOM listing area in Tate County, Tunica County, DeSoto County, and also Crittenden County. Those are the areas within our listing area. Now, I just got off the phone with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and they gave us a little bit more information on what's happening at the dam. Apparently, they found an issue around the spillway, and uh, this is what they're calling a sinkhole. Um, the sinkhole was moving material under the dam. So wow. what they're in the process of doing now, Earl, is they're drawing down the level of the lake. So there's going to be a lot of water coming out of that spillway. Um, we understand from an elevation standpoint, it's at, it was at 228. They're going to draw it down to at least 210, if not lower. So uh, this is the information we have now, again, and they want to stress there is a potential for a breach, but there is not an imminent breach. And that's important for people to understand. So far, no word of any evacuations. Um, as a matter of fact, we reached out to one of the local sheriff's departments, and they had yet to even hear of this information. But it's starting to fill up on social media now. And, of course, we're going to be following this for the next day or so here on the Mighty 990. And we'll keep everybody well uh, informed on this because there are a lot of folks that live in the flood zone area, including my son, who lives down there uh, and works down there in Panther Creek Ranch, right in the uh, flood zone. So we will keep you updated on that. Todd, thank you, sir. Thanks a lot, Earl. All right. Okay, so uh, just be aware of that and uh, and keep all of your alerts turned on so you'll know, especially if you know somebody down there or you live down there yourself. Joining me in studio right now is Kathy Zimbalas, who is with the Greek Church here in Memphis. And Everybody's favorite time of the year, the Greek Festival. Happening this weekend, she Friday and Saturday. Some of the incredible things the women over there do. It's women and men. I, they're all in the kitchen. Uh, Absolutely. For weeks leading up to this. Yes, and we uh, have. it really the history of it is what I love. It, this all started how many years 64 ago? Four years ago. And it was just it was gonna be a small little fundraiser a little or pastry on a weekend and you thought mostly it'd just be church people coming. Right. right? And then it has turned into this wonderful yeah. festival that people from all over the mid south come to and like being Greek for a day. They come to our little island on Highland, we call it. <laughs> and it, it it's gotten so sophisticated. He built a little cook shack in the back because yeah. they, they cook all the kebabs back there. Yes. 
Uh, they've You've been, been back there many a time, Earl. Oh, I have. <laughs> over the years, I've been covering this uh, going on almost 50 years, uh, ever since I moved to Memphis. And, of course, for many years, uh, Nick Burgess was so involved yeah. in that. And, of course, his mom and dad and right. and uh, his whole family. And, uh, you know, the tradition goes on. It just... You can't help think about all the all the the priests that have been there over the years, and and just all the folks and, and all, all the, the wonderful people that yeah. built this foundation, and we're able to carry it on, and that means so much to us. But the thing that's most important about this, Kathy, I think you'll agree, is the food, and yes. uh, that's right. The food that's, is very important, and we also want people to learn about our Greek Orthodox faith because you've been into the church, you know how absolutely beautiful it is, and you give tours throughout. We get the church festival. tours. Father Simon is there with our beautiful sanctuary it is absolutely so beautiful and we want people to come into the church even if you can't stay for the tours come in and see our beautiful church and then go into our dining hall we've got wonderful chicken rigonato and the pork tenderloin oh, yeah. kebabs yeah. and um, we'll have our lamb as well and we have a meal online that you can get from Eventbrite or on our website. And, and you have the drive through is that We it? have the drive through Now you know we're, we're modern. we got a drive through We've Greek had festival. the drive through for quite a while. <laughs> and it, a lot of people come on Friday and they do the drive through and then they come back on Saturday and bring the whole gang and their family. And they stay for a long time because we've got the live music, the band, and the Greek dancers are performing. And we've got... Uh, pizzas, delicious Greek pizzas, but we have you know a selection of other kind, and we have the lukamadas, which are those wonderful honey puff. They're like almost like donuts, but they are dipped with cinnamon and um, honey, and oh my gosh, they're just delicious. Well, everything's good. When does it start? It's Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. We do have free shuttles, and we really encourage people because yeah. it's it's really difficult to park in that so area. So where do they park? They're going to park at the Poplar Plaza Shopping Center or at Life Church on Highland, and it will literally drop you off at our front gate. And then we do have admission for $3, but if you bring three canned goods, the Mid-South Food Bank's truck will be there, and okay. we want to fill that truck up, and that'll be free for admission. Well, that'll be great. And uh, don't forget, the as you mentioned, the band, there'll be dancing. Yes, I think. a lot of dancing. We have to eat and then dance and yeah. eat some more. So I, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how you eat more. You dance more. And it's Mother's Day weekend, so we have a yeah. lot of wonderful gifts. We have a lady that comes with fabulous jewelry. We've got our Greek boutiques, and we've got somebody coming this year with oils and Greek spices. So just a lot of fun things and to do and enjoy. Now, is, is grappa uh, a Greek drink? Because it's made from the remnants of grapes, and oh. and it's called grappa. And uh, I was with some people once in, in New York, and we were at a Greek restaurant. I don't know if it's Greek, though. I think it's Italian, actually. I'm not sure about that one. It's, but we do have some great yeah, Greek wines and beers and yeah, available. Well, all know this stuff. I said, I'm never drinking this again. <laughs> it, made, it, it, it made it laughed at tequila. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. But do you, do you have all kinds of things you've never for the tried children, before? Yes, yeah. and we also have great things for the kids. We've got kids' activities. We'll have the bounce house and face painting and all of that. So um, we are doing a special Mother's Day basket this year for Mother's Day. We have brand-new Greek uh, festival aprons and lots of different things going with the T-shirts and hats and opa bags. Yeah, uh, just don't get your wife a vacuum cleaner for Mother's Day. Yeah, come get something at the festival. Yeah, get something that she would enjoy. Uh, yeah, an apron's not a bad idea, but... Uh, uh, less work for mom is what we're going for. Absolutely. Day. Lots of nice jewelry. So that would be a great thing, uh, yeah. too. Never and too our wonderful um, packages of our pre-packs are available. But we also have, if you have a favorite thing, we have that available. And you can just grab and go. Like if baklava is your favorite, you can come get that or what, whatever your favorite is. Well, it's all good because I've eaten all of it and, uh, and enjoy it. 
Well, thank you very much, Kathy. Thank we're you coming so by much home. for having Always me. I hope to see you this weekend. Uh, we'll be by there, and the weather looks good. So that's another so. other good thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll tell you how to armor your car uh, to protect you and your family. You'll be amazed at this. So stay with us. We'll be back. And welcome back on a lovely afternoon here in the Mid-South. Sunshine, the birds are singing, and we got humidity, and we're barely into the summer. Congratulations. We've done it again. Uh, we're going to go to the phones right now. We've got uh, Mark Burton standing by. He's in Salt Lake City, Utah. He's with Armor Max, which is a company that uh, you should be very, very interested in. They armorize vehicles. And I'm not talking about armor all. I'm not talking about something that makes... The, the plastic on your car look good again. I'm talking about bulletproofing your vehicle. Uh, in today's world, uh, what a great idea. Uh, good afternoon, Mark. Thanks for having me on, Earl. You're sure welcome. Uh, th- how long have you all been in business? Uh, so we actually started uh, in 1993. We're celebrating 30 years wow. uh, this year. Well, you were very advanced because uh, the world was nothing like it is now 30 years ago. It's changed a lot over that time, yeah. <laughs> Did you have a crystal ball that said uh, this is something that people are going to want to take a look at in the future? Or what? There were things happening. There have always been bad things happening as far as bad people because that's what they do. Uh, but, I mean, now it's uh, in every city in the, in the country, carjackings, uh, armed robberies, uh, drive-by shootings. It's just, uh, Did you ever dream that you would see what's going on in the world today? No, uh, I wish we had a crystal ball, but, you know, we just kind of take it day by day. And really, it's kind of unfortunate, as you said, you know, city by city. But really, all we're trying to do is provide solutions. Uh, So, you know, from Chicago to L.A. to New York, uh, we just want to come up with products that that people enjoy, that people can have peace of mind with. Uh, And I went to your, you sent me a link to your website. I went and watched the video, which is very well done. Uh, It shows what you do. They have a Tesla and Teslas, you can't get armorized at the plant, but then they can bring their new Tesla to you guys in Salt Lake City and you transform it and and you do the entire of the windows, the side panels. So it is literally uh, 360 bulletproof. Is it, and I looked at the video and you actually take a nine millimeter handgun, even a hollow point, uh, solid and hollow point fire at the side driver's window and it does not penetrate. It's really pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so what we do, I mean, we try and take these vehicles, they're not made to be armored. Uh, but you know, in your case, we, we can armor a Tesla, we can do Range Rover. Uh, we do a lot of Cadillac Escalades. Uh, we do a lot of Chevy Suburbans. And, and, yeah, the whole point is essentially to create a tank on wheels. Uh, we don't want them to look like tanks, uh, but we want them to kind of have that peace of mind, that safety, uh, that cocoon, if you will, uh, when they're in the cars. And we and we can do all sorts of different levels. So we can do high-powered handgun. Uh, we can do high-powered rifle. And then we can customize it based on what the, the client's budget is or what their needs are. So in some cases, we just do windshields. Uh, in other cases, we do a full-on, like, presidential-type uh, like, like the beast is, is it worth? like the like the beast right <laughs> what who are some i know you can obviously you can't tell me who they are but the types of people are you talking about executives are you talking about celebrities or is it just across the board yeah uh, about 10 years ago i mean a lot of our business was export uh we would do some for diplomats uh security officials overseas uh but here in the united states i mean it's it's our client base is uh Individuals that have a high net worth, I mean, this is, this is quite expensive in, in some cases, 
but we deal with a lot of athletes, uh, musicians, uh, CEOs, I mean, Fortune 500 companies. Uh, but really, in the last couple of years, I mean, we're dealing with, I mean, believe it or not, we're dealing with dentists. Uh, we're dealing with kind of your average Joe, uh, if you will, family members that, that just want, you know, they see these articles in the news, they see a lot of the violence happening, and they have the means, they have the money. Uh, so they're just trying to protect themselves and their family. Well, when you think about it, I mean, uh, you go out and look at a brand new Range Rover. They're about eighty-five to one hundred and ten thousand just for the car without armor. Uh, but if you've got the money to buy a car like that, and 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 you're living well and have a very high income, uh, what good is it to, to have a really nice car if you can't protect yourself and your family in it? And why not have at least one car that you know wherever you go, you're going to be safe at least in that aspect. Yeah, and that's what we try and recommend to our clients is we, we want to armor the car you're going to be driving the most. Uh, if you are in an accident or get attacked or have some unfortunate event happen to you, uh, we want you in your, your Chevy Suburban. Uh, we want you in your Cadillac Escalade. I mean, we're not doing too many Lamborghinis, even though we can do those type of cars. Uh, but we, we want clients to be riding in their, their armored vehicle. And are you starting to see because the security is getting to be and, and has been for some time such a huge industry that uh, more and more, uh, as they call them, black cars or uh, the limousine-type vehicles uh, are becoming uh, armored for people that uh, say, hey, I want to get picked up in an armored car. Are people doing that? I would say it's, it's more and more common uh, in, in certain areas, yes. Uh, I don't have a specific number on... Oh yeah, I'm just saying. You know, I, I would imagine in certain areas if yeah. they knew about it because they they want to offer to people what people want, and I think the reason people all started taking Uber is because they don't want to get caught drinking and driving, and but you also want to get home. Even if you're doing that, you want to be able to get home safely and and travel safely. And if you've got the money uh, and you can find one, I think that that would be certainly uh, something people would look at. The let's talk about just the cost of it. I know there's a number of different levels it could do, as you just mentioned. You can uh, just uh, have the back window, the windshield, uh, the the cost of, uh, and also the caliber of weapons that you want to protect yourself from. I mean, if you go the the whole total route, say let's just pick a a, a Tahoe. Uh, how much would it cost to totally armor at the highest level? And the pricing will depend on the region. So, you know, in the Philippines, it will be a different price than ah, here in the okay. United States. Or, but, but here in the United States, uh, what, what we've generally broken down is, is we have so many different configurations. Uh, but we have a, a starter package uh, that we list out that's generally usually about thirty-five to $50,000. Okay. And what that is is essentially like a glass and doors package. Now, clients can add other features if they want to have electrified door handles or if they want to have a smoke screen on their car. So you're uh, talking typically in that price and it's kind of our starter package. So you that's, could uh, what we call a level four. So you could lay down a smoke screen behind your car to obscure you from whoever's trying to attack you. Uh, yes. It's, uh, we get a lot of people that will watch uh, a Jason Bourne or a James Bond yeah. uh, movie that will call us and, and they want to add the, the latest and greatest. I'd like to have that. <laughs> just, so, just to cruise uh, down but, the but street. That's kinda, we, we, yeah. So, Somebody, yeah, we can add uh, various options to that, but our, our high-powered rifle, we call it a presidential package, which would be a fully armored vehicle. Uh, clients uh, typically spend around 70 to 80 on that. But everything we do uh, can be customizable. Sure. Uh, we have some that want to do a handgun windshield with the rest of the vehicle being uh, upgraded to a level six or high-powered rifle. Uh, so we, we do a lot of hybrid and, and custom configurations. 
And could you also do the roof? Because I was just thinking, I was so uh, in Memphis uh, every every New Year's and Fourth of July, all these people shoot their guns up in the air. So you could have a bullet coming straight down on you. Uh, is, do you also do roofs of, of vehicles? Absolutely, yeah. So we we can go all the way up to just doing a, a basic like, hey, if you just want your your driver door armored, uh, all the way up to a, a full on, uh, fully armored cocoon uh, for your car that would have overlaps, your pillar posts, your roof, uh, your floor, uh, all the glass. I mean, your fenders, your radiator protection. Uh, I mean, we we do it all uh, from yeah the battery to the run flats. So, you, I mean, there's there's a lot of different configurations that clients uh, clients decide on. I, did you guys learn this as you went along? Certainly, it's, you're doing things now you probably weren't doing 30 years ago. Uh, has, has, has the raw products and the, the uh, sophisticated uh, applications that you're doing now, did they exist before, or does it get more and more so every year? Not necessarily every year. I, I would say every five years. I mean, we've tried really hard uh, to get the glass uh, to be as, as thin as possible. Uh, our glass uh, starts at 21 millimeters, about three-fourths of an inch. Wow. And then it goes all the way up to over four inches in thickness. I would love if we could have glass that would stop a 50 caliber round. Uh, that would be under an inch thick. Uh, but there's just the science. There's just the, the physics uh, to it. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, to give you an idea, like the composite armor we use that we called Armorax that you can learn about on Armorax.com. But uh, the armor... Back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, uh, weighed about eight, nine pounds per square foot. And, and nowadays, we're able to get that under three pounds uh, Which, per square foot. So, you know, th- things are constantly, but it's not as fast as like your cell phone industry where it's like, hey, you know, the, the phones are faster every year or things like that. But there's there's products that we use 10 years ago that are still great today as far as stopping various rounds. Well, it is fascinating. And I think uh, more and more people take a look at it. I know one of the things I saw was a, was a bulletproof, almost a film that you place over the window that's, uh, that is good for, and, and some of these are not total bulletproof, but they do deflect or they do slow down the round. So even if it makes it through that the impact is, is really, uh, uh, deleted. Yeah. So, uh, what, what actually happens is we, disperse the energy hey, hey. Uh, so when a round hits the glass or the armor it's not like what you see in the movies yeah. it doesn't just like disappear it doesn't yeah. bounce off the hey glass. mark it we, actually we absorb it mark we got to take a quick break can you hang with us right after the break we'll be right back of course okay stay tuned we'll be back Now, back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome back. Uh, do want to mention a flash flood watch, which is kind of a misnomer for this area because there's no clouds in the area, but there is a uh, potential for failure of the Arkabutla Dam on the Coldwater River remains in effect through uh, this afternoon. Uh, the flash flood caused by a potential dam or a levee failure continues to be possible at the Arkabutla Dam on the Coldwater River. A uh, portion of the North Mississippi, including the following counties, Cahoma, DeSoto, Panola, Quitman, Tallahatchie, Tate, and Tunica. Uh, they are lowering the level of uh, Arkabutla to decrease the pressure, and then they'll start uh, working on repairs. Just be aware of it right now. Everything's steady. Everything's under control, so... Just uh, be aware of it and stay tuned to all your emergency um, uh, notifications uh, that are out there. All right, we're going back to the phones now. We've got Mark Burton with Armor Max, and they're located where he is. Is it is it Ogden, Utah, Mark? 
Yeah, so we have, we have two locations in Utah. We have one in Ogden and one in uh, Salt Lake City. Great places. I've been out to Park Cities, and you land in Salt Lake City, and you drive up to Park Cities. I love it up there. But you're also located in Mexico, South Africa, Thailand, India, Texas, Atlanta, London, uh, Ukraine, of all places, uh, Pakistan, Dubai, Philippines, Kenya, Nigeria, and Ghana. Uh, so you're international by a long shot. Yeah, we found we, we go to where uh, a lot of the requests are. Uh, so we have different partnerships. We have different staff in these locations, and it's kind of helped us grow uh, internationally. And the, the cards that uh, you recommend doing, these are the ones you deal with all the time, although, you, as you said earlier, you could do a Maserati, I guess, or a, a Ferrari, but uh, the ones you work on the most are Mercedes-Benz, Toyota, Ford, BMW, Porsche, Land Rover, Chevy, Jeep, uh, Tesla, and Lexus. And in your video, you use a Tesla and do a very good uh, demonstration of what it's like to fire around into the driver's side window. Uh, we had an incident here in in Memphis last week where a man came into the Fox affiliate where I used to work for a number of years and wanted to gain entry to the station. He had an AR-15 and fired a round through the door, which is bullet-resistant. That's not bulletproof, and the round went straight through the window, but it did not shatter like the windows that did in the school in Nashville or in the bank and uh, in uh, Kentucky. And so p- people, I think there's a big misnomer of what is actually bulletproof and what isn't bulletproof. Can you explain that? Yeah. So, I mean, nothing is truly bulletproof. Uh, what we're trying to do uh, is really slow the rounds down, uh, but we have certified armor. Uh, so what we have like on our glass is we can certify our armor to take three rounds within a five inch diameter. Uh, to level four, which is any high-powered handgun. So if someone's shooting a, a 44 Magnum or a 9mm, uh, like you saw in the video, uh, they can shoot that piece of glass uh, multiple, multiple times without any rounds going through. Uh, now, if you were to shoot the same spot, uh, you know, dozens of times, then rounds uh, can go through. Uh, but what we're trying to do is is create a cocoon, create a, a package for clients. If, if they are attacked, uh, they can use their vehicle and, and they can drive safely and get back to their families. And you mentioned too, and I had somebody ask me this, uh, when I told them I was going to have you on, they said, well, what about the tires? Are the tires got to be armored too? <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I'm watching the video and then you go, and what about the tires? And I thought, there you go. You answered the question. So tell them about the tires. Yeah, the, the tires, we, we actually keep the original tires, but we actually put an insert, uh, into the tires. So there, there's two different kinds of options that we use. Uh, one is a, a metal band uh, that goes around the rim, and essentially the point of this is if your tires were if you were shot, uh, then you can still drive. So the the point of this product it keeps the tire on the rim, and it still allows the car to drive. Uh, and another product we use is is from essentially the technology is from the military. Uh, we call it a roller, uh, so it's a run, run flat insert roller, uh, and that goes around the rim as well. But if you're like we're in an IED bomb blast or anything were to happen. Uh, to your tires, like your original tires, and they would be blown off your rim, you could still drive uh, with the insert Wow! and have traction. So they're, they're rated for about the heavy-duty rollers are rated for about 50 or so miles, depending on the road conditions. Uh, but what that does is it gives our clients time if they are in an attack or have something occur uh, that they can drive back safely. I mean, 50 miles is, is quite a lot to it get is. out of a situation. And in most cases, I've covered news for almost 60 years, most instances, I don't care what it is, uh, assassination attempts, uh, carjackings, 
it all happens very, very quickly. And what you want to do is survive the first 30 seconds of any kind of an attack. That's, that's when most of the things happen. And so that's what you're trying to do is give them that 30 seconds and more. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Uh, you want to give even trained professionals, you want to give individuals time to react uh, because if you've been in an attack, uh, a lot of people don't know the circumstances. They don't know what's going on. Uh, it's very traumatic. So what we're trying to do is, is not only give them seconds, we're trying to give them minutes uh, to react, to understand that, hey, this is what's going on in their situation. And our, our whole goal is, is saving lives. Uh, so we create products that uh, can be used by the military, can be used by businesses, can be used by families. Uh, and these are products that have been trusted by thousands of individuals. And they're on cars, they're in homes. And it just allows them to, to live another day if there, if there is an, an attack. I did, didn't mention homes. So you could actually bulletproof not only homes, but businesses like the TV station I used to work at that got shot up the other day. You can actually come in and put in a much higher grade of bulletproof uh, or bullet-resistant uh, protection on the front door of a, a business like a TV station. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we, we get requests to do uh, personal vaults. Uh, we do uh, safe rooms. Uh, we do glass. Uh, for businesses. Uh, our primary business is, is vehicles. That's what we specialize mm-hmm. in. We love working on uh, cool cars and, and that area. But we do get occasional requests for uh, for doing other aspects of our, our for armoring. Uh, is, 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 does anybody ever come in that just totally shocks you that said they want bulletproof glass and you go, what do you do? I, well, I really don't have a job. Or I, I just have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Sometimes we'll get calls and people will be like, oh, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, or I, I know this is probably out of the blue, but I'm looking for, you know, XYZ. I'm looking for this product. And and I, I just tell them, you know, it's becoming more and more common. Uh, people people really don't know how common armored vehicles are uh, nowadays. Uh, in fact, even there in Memphis, you've probably driven by some of our armored vehicles and not even known it. That's what I was going to say. It's not uh, so, something you go around and tell everybody. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you go on our website, it's it's really, we're trying to get the vehicles to blend in. Yeah. Uh, we don't want them to look like tanks. I mean, they are they are everyday uh, cars. Uh, but yeah, we, we try and explain to our clients and answer all their questions about like, you know, here's the, the benefits of, of having an armored vehicle. Well, and also that uh, they tell you when you get your permit to carry that uh, you're better off not carrying it open, even though you can in some places, because... It's just not exactly. a good idea to advertise what you're doing because that makes people think, well, what's he got to protect? Um, so uh, that kind of information, any type of security information, I don't care whether it's the military or your personal, keep it to yourself. Don't go around telling people because you never know who is listening and who would love to know that uh, that uh, if you're that careful about something, maybe I should take a look at you and your property and start uh, investigating. So just and and you do people can fly in and, and actually go visit you at your, your different locations around the world and see how you do it before they uh commit to anything of course and, and we actually encourage that a lot so uh we want clients to be very comfortable uh with what they're purchasing uh so if they want to come and test drive if they want to come and and hold the product uh, in their hand that's going to be installed in their cars or in, in their homes uh we we love client visits we love doing uh, a tour we actually do young mentors uh, different facilities. So we we kind of show uh, different groups uh, what our company's about. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. So it, yeah, it, it's kind of a fun uh, fun way to not only kind of get people to like, oh, this is this is really unique or this is really cool, 
but just for them to kind of see the the process and, and what goes into armoring a vehicle. Well, I think it's very cool, and I think the the one thing I'm trying to do is is give people a perspective that hey, there is uh, things you can do to protect yourself and your family that you don't have to just hang out there and hope nothing bad happens. And uh, certainly, this is one of them. It's got to be a great job too because. Everybody comes to see you is excited about what you're getting ready to do because you're helping to, to protect them. And I think that that's a, a great job to have. I appreciate you coming on and tell us about your product, Armor Max uh, and Mark Burton. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks so much for having me on, Earl. Uh, you have a great uh, rest of the afternoon. All right. And don't tell anybody I'm coming to see you, man. I'll give me a car with some money. Okay. Uh, don't, All right. don't mention it, okay? I'll, I'll pull a car out front <laughs> so you can drive. All right. Thank you, Mark. Good talking to you. All right, thanks. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Stay with us. And welcome back. Very interesting about the armored cars. Uh, You know, I knew the monster, or the beast, sorry, the beast of the presidential uh, limousine is protected. Um, And, uh, but I had no idea that, I suspected there were, opportunities to uh, upgrade the armor of your car but uh it uh is uh i didn't realize they they were all over the had offices all over the world uh the trump case trump sexually abused defamed carol must pay five million in damages i was really this is amazing this woman accuses trump of of raping her in a uh a department store in downtown uh, New York. I was talking to somebody I know that just traveled to New York all the time. Has been in that department store back in the day when this allegedly happened some forty years ago, and said, "You know, it's it's like a very nice store, Bergdorf's, and uh, it was a men's store and a women's store. And you you go in there, and it's if you went to like um, Neiman Marcus in Dallas, North Park Shopping Center, you go in there, it's very quiet. They if they have music, it's very low." There's nobody screaming and yelling. If somebody was being raped in a dressing room, I would think that you would hear at least the, uh, a commotion of some type, even if she wasn't yelling rape. Uh, but there was no report of anything like that. But former President Donald Trump on Tuesday was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation in order to pay more than $5 million in damages by a federal jury in uh, the writer E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit accusing him of raping her and a Bergdorf Goodman fitting room decades ago. She's now 79. It held her head down as the verdict was read in the Manhattan federal court and nodded when she heard the jury finding in favor of her defamation claim for Trump, who is 76. Now keep that in mind just a second. <laughs> Trump, they ask you about this. Did this happen? And he goes, she's not my type. This was 40 years ago. So 40 years ago would have made him what, 30s, 30-something, and she would have been in her 40s or something. He was always going, and still is, goes after younger women. So that alone was not part of his norm. And he's not exactly the type that I would think would be going out and uh, raping people in dressing rooms. (laughs) But you know what? The thing about it is, in today's world, all somebody has to do is accuse you of something. And if they can get a judge to, to take it to court, they can pick a jury. And the nine-person jury, three women and six men, decided the case after three hours of deliberation that began just before noon. Neither Carol nor her attorneys, Roberta Kaplan, spoke to the mass of reporters outside the lower Manhattan courthouse as they left hand-in-hand. 
Um, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. The verdict is a disgrace. The continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. That's what Donald Trump wrote on his social media platform. Um, the jurors rejected Carol's claim that her 2019 suit that Trump had raped her, but found him liable for sexual abuse. Carol had accused Trump of attacking her in the fitting room at the Fifth Avenue department store, most likely in 1996. He has denied her allegations. Watchers in court today cried tears of joy when the verdict finding Trump liable for sexual abuse was read. Um, the jurors also found in favor of Carol on her claim that the ex-president defamed her in a lengthy October 12, 2022 Truth Social post claiming her accusations were a hoax. How does it defame somebody to say she's not telling the truth? People call people liars all the time. The decision comes after eight days of trial spread over three weeks where the jury heard from 11 witnesses, including Carol, two other Trump accusers who paid pals who, uh, and two pals whom Carol confided in about the alleged attack. How, how rife is that for uh, deceit? Who are your witnesses? My two girlfriends. <laughs> Would they lie for you for a couple of hundred G? Oh, no. Trump did not attend the trial, but the jury saw clips of his video deposition he also didn't call any witnesses or present any evidence. Well, how are you going to prove you didn't do something? You can't. Can you prove that you weren't in the department store that day? No, I can't prove that. <laughs> I'm telling you I wasn't there, but I can't prove I wasn't there. Um, let's see if it says anything about an appeal. Uh, 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 the whole thing is, I guarantee you, is just this continuation of everybody in the world going after Trump to make sure that he is has as much going against him if he runs to president as they can possibly find. And an alleged sexual abuse and defamation lawsuit uh, is just another way of, of them saying, see, see, he's a bad, bad boy. And uh, because he got nothing else. The, his impeachment, as we all know now, were based on lies and made-up uh, dossiers that were paid for by Hillary Clinton. We know that... Uh, that Biden was lying about uh, not knowing about his son and all his business dealings and the Ukraine, uh, either, either fire the prosecutors investigating my son, or you don't get the billion dollars. I'm leaving in six hours. And if you don't get it, I'm gone. You get no billion. And the SOB, he fired him. So you see all this stuff and we know those are the true things, but then nobody says anything about that. Uh, everybody just goes along their way. And, and Biden says, my son has done nothing wrong. And so, okay, it just looks real bad, Joe, I got to tell you. It looks bad. And you look bad, Joe. I mean, recently, if you don't think the Democrats are trying to figure out a way to get rid of him, you better think again. I mean, everything that's coming out, I've seen, I don't know how many different talk shows, and I'm talking about MSNBC, CBS, NBC, everybody's talking about, is Joe really ready to go on with his campaign and people said, you know, he may not make it to the campaign, much less all the way through the campaign in another term. Uh, they're already talking Newsom. They're, they're, what they're not talking about is Kamala. They don't want Kamala any more than they want Biden. And who can blame them? I mean, they put her in charge of the – think, if, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, to uh, sabotage somebody, tell them to go down and solve the border problem and don't give them any power because <laughs> that thing is a disaster. And it's going to get it even worse Thursday. So in the meantime, um, Trump will continue on. I don't know how the guy does it. I mean, it would depress me so much, just one lawsuit, you know, and think, oh, God, what's going to happen? And he just goes, eh. 
Get the lawyers. Appeal it. And I guarantee they get it in, a, in another venue outside New York, and he'll probably win because there was no proof other than her two pals and her word that, that it all happened. And uh, I don't know what they spent uh, all those days talking about. There wasn't any other proof um, that says that uh, friend Lisa Birnbach told jurors that a hyperventilating Carol called her just minutes after the alleged attack. Bimbach said that she advised Carol to go to the police, even offering to accompany her, but Carol was insisted she didn't want to report the incident and swore Barnbrack to secrecy, the pal said, until now. Okay, remember that secret I made you promise to never to tell? I need you to tell it now. So they're, they're, and her friend obviously didn't hold to her promise. Uh, two other Trump accusers, Natasha Stoyanoff, and Jessica Lees were also called by Carol to tell jurors about incidents in which they alleged Trump sexually assaulted them. What did that have to do with that case? I can't believe they allowed the testimony. Anyway, that's the deal with that. We're going to take a quick break. Then we check in with Terry Rowland, former county commissioner, about crime. You don't love what he's got to say. He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere. A radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and uh, welcome back in. That's breaking news, former Fox News host and Daily Caller co-founder Tucker Carlson announced today that his show will air exclusively on Twitter from this point forward. Carlson tweeted a short video breaking the news about his program, when it will air, and there's a video clip I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but it said Fox News parted ways with Carlson April in April uh, ratings on his 8 p.m. show. And, uh, so that's, that's pretty significant because as I understand it, he was making something like, uh, 1.5 million a show for every show. And, but if he broke his non-compete and went to anything else, he didn't get paid for that. I think he'll make a lot more money at this. So we'll find out more about that in the days and weeks to come. Right now we're going to the phones and Terry Rowland, former County commissioner, currently head of the chamber in Millington. Good afternoon, Terry. Hey, Earls, anybody told they love you today? Not until now. I'm just hoping you're going to come through with it. <laughs> Man, you know I do, buddy. <laughs> well, I love you, too. That's why I wanted you to comment on the kind of the topic of my show today is the crime in, in this area, and not just this area. It's all over the country, and yeah. it's, it, it's due to judges, and it's due to uh, the district attorneys, and the police being short-staffed, hamstrung, um, and it's got to end. I mean, we, we just had on the news just a second ago yeah. with Jim's uh, news about the, uh, gentleman who worked for Christ Methodist for many, many years. Uh, I didn't yeah. know the man, but I, I remember seeing him there when our children went there to school and, uh, he was outside his home, uh, early Saturday morning, putting some tools, in his truck It's attacked and murdered by two individuals. Uh, whether it was a robbery, whatever it was, it, it he's got to end. I mean, you, you can't stand in your own front yard. So Earl, let me, let me start by saying what, let me tell you what's caused this. And of course I, a lot of people out there in, in radio land, they know, they know I'm preaching to the crowd. When you got these idiots in office that don't want to fund the police, 
And then they holler, oh, don't mistreat them people in jail. Let them out early. Don't, don't give them no bond. And then they turn around, and they're the ones that's committing all this crime, okay? Time and then time again. Want, and then they want to blame it on an inanimate object, which is a gun, which we have that gentleman yesterday. He got beat to death, so a gun didn't have nothing to do with that. No, it could have been a rock. They, they, although the, he did apparently fight back and fire one shot was fired, but it didn't hit him. So, right. So they could have done that with a, with a rock. They could have stabbed him. The, the thing is, it's the, it's the mental attitude of so many of these criminals that they just don't care about life and whatever well, they have to do to get whatever they need to steal for today to buy whatever kind of drugs they need for tonight. Uh, that's what that's they're going right. to do. And, and, and it, let me tell you. All these so-called, you know, that's wanting their five minutes or 15 minutes of fame that's in office that's saying, oh, the police is mistreating, we're going to defund them. Well, what they're doing is they're actually giving the crooks the opportunity. They know there's nothing going to be yep. done to them. Yep. I mean, there's no deterrent. And now, to get rid of this crime, Earl, I know people out there going to say, oh, bad Terry Rowland, he's just so bad at I can't, you know, but here's the deal. The only way you can get fight violence is with more violence, okay? You're going to have to let the police do what they do. If somebody gets their head cracked, sorry, you shouldn't have been doing, you shouldn't be committing a crime. You remember the old Beretta, don't do the the, the crime if you, if you don't want to do the time, That's you know? That's it, yep. We've got it. I mean, listen, the mental health piece, came in a long time ago, you know, when I was growing up, if you had somebody that was very mentally unstable, they put them somewhere, right? Yep. Well, then the federal government quit quit funding the state government. Well, the state government says, we can't afford it. So they what they done, they shut all the, the, the mental hospitals down and put them all out on the street, and that's why we're suffering now for it, okay? Well, it's certainly then, one, one of the reasons, because there is no place to send them. And then you got an idiot up there in office. I won't never call Biden my president. <laughs> I will call him chief of idiots because with listen, with all them drugs coming across that southern border, all them people coming across the southern border. You know that that gentleman that killed all them people down there in Texas. He had been deported five times. Yep. If if Trump. And I'm not saying it's just because I'm a Trump guy. Don't get me wrong. But if his policy had been in place, that guy wouldn't have killed all them people down there in Texas because he wouldn't have been back over. Well, it is actually a felony. If you're deported and you come back, it's supposed to be a felony. But nobody's, uh, you know, or prosecuted for that. I mean, they're not prosecuting them for anything, for, well, listen, for that, murder, that, for assault, for rape, nothing. Well, see, that same guy had had the police called on him about shooting his gun before he'd done all that. Well, how come the police, when they made the scene, didn't know that, A, he was illegal, he was in possession of a, of a weapon, why didn't they pick him up then? Yeah, I agree with that, and I've heard a lot of other people ask the same question. Or even the guy that, that killed everybody in Texas this past weekend at the mall was a former military person who was um, uh, released from the military because of uh, mental problems. 
How did he ever get a gun? How does a guy, they, they, they're not, they're not enforcing the laws that are on the books. Now, if you Absolutely. have, if you were released from the military because of instability, you're not supposed to be able to go and buy a gun. So either he lied about who he was when he went and got the gun, uh, or they right. didn't ask the right questions. Well, you know, the left keeps talking about, we want to be humane. Well, is it humane to let these animals out and let them prey? On the honest citizen, how and how humane is that? Well, it's not humane. That's why I keep asking everybody else. It's like the other day when the head of the downtown uh, uh, association said that uh, we need to check in with our other stakeholders. Who are the other stakeholders? The criminals are out there. That you got to check with them about what they want as far as enforcing this juvenile uh, um, uh, curfew that is already on the books. They don't have to make a new law for that. It's already on the books. Uh, and, and they need to enforce the laws and their people's kids break the law. Those parents need to go to jail or find or be punished somehow because somebody has to be accountable. Do you know that? And I know you know this, but that, uh, when you're 18, you could have committed 72 crimes as a juvenile. And the minute you turn 18, they expunge your record. You're starting all over again with no crimes on your record. And that's not right. And not only that. They they are now criminals. They're the career criminals when they turn 18. So they start over at 18, and you look at these people that are arrested, and they're 21, 22, 23. They've all got 30 arrests. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. When I go, I went to Memphis the other day, and, of course, you know, I go on, okay? Yep. And a gentleman said, you know, why why are you coming down here on? I said, well, I'm in Memphis. He said, what's, what's that supposed to mean? I said, y'all can't keep a little Ray Ray from carjacking everybody. And I said, I, did, I said, this is my protection to keep little Ray Ray out of my truck. Right. And he says, well, that's that. He said, that's not right. I said, so what you're telling me is because this guy is a child that I ought to let him run all over me. And he said, well, you, you got to be humane. I said, I will be. I said, somebody will be on the TV tonight saying, why did he shoot my baby? And yeah. the answer is going to be because he tried to rob me. Well, it really doesn't matter how old you are. If you're trying to kill somebody, that's an assailant who's trying to kill somebody. And everybody says, well, but there's, they, there's but, a kid. Earl, the, point, the point I'm trying to make is the news media and these liberals and these woke people, I call them all nuts now. <laughs> I mean, coming from where I'm sitting, I mean, I, the people making the decisions aren't making even decent decisions, no. okay? But, you know, until we get that straightened out, we're not going to make any headway here. What you're going to have, and you men, you've talked about this before, people are going to have to start taking care of themselves. If the police doesn't protect you, our government doesn't, doesn't protect us, we can't sit here and just, you know, be a target. But look what's happened to the Marine in New York City on the subway. He tries to defuse the situation, takes in a, a guy who's spitting on people and throwing trash on him, saying he doesn't care if he lives or dies. Uh, that would seem to me to be an uh, irrational human being that we'd want to subdue to keep right. from hurting somebody. He does. The guy dies. And now the guy's the victim, and this guy is the perp. And he yeah, was just I mean, riding on the, the subway. It's it, it nuts. And here's another thing. I know the answer to this question, why we don't get out and protest uh, the way they're doing that Marine. It's because most of all of us are having to work. 
all them out there protesting, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know how they make a living, but they dang sure ain't working. You know well, what I mean? I do know what you mean. And, the, and, 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 for, and, 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 and for our politicians to say that peaceful protest. Yeah. They, well, we all know what that is. It's just AOC saying, uh, it's like the CNN guy saying, this is mainly a peaceful protest and the building's going up in flames behind him. So yeah, it, we'd all know it. We're talking with Terry Rowland. We got to take a quick break. Come back. Want to find out what he thinks about the outcome of the Trump rape trial and uh, also about Tucker Carlson coming back on and on Twitter. We'll talk about that when we come right back. And welcome back. We've got Terry Rowan on the line with us. Uh, and uh, we were talking just about the crime situation, which we all know what needs to be done there is we need to stop it and use every resource as we can to uh, do that, including. And we've talked about this before, Terry. Uh, if, uh, if our district attorney is not doing the job, uh, we can bring forces from Nashville into Memphis and Shelby County to rectify Absolutely. the situation. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people think, with, first of all, he can't create law. Uh He's not a legislator. He he's a prosecutor, and he has to, by law, by state law, he has to prosecute based on that state law. And I'm gonna tell you, they got him in kind of a trick bag now because they passed that truth to Senate, right? Right. So now they got him. If he don't do what what the, what the law calls for, they can sanction him, and they can they can have him removed. Well, we know it happened in Florida. We know it happened in Missouri, and it can happen here. It, it very well could. Uh, what's your take on the uh, Trump trial that ended today in uh, this uh, woman who claimed that he had raped her at a Bergdorf uh, department store 40 years ago? Uh, well, first of all, first of all, I, I wouldn't hold I, – I, I would tell her don't hold her breath. Or she'll never get that five million. <laughs> the only reason why – they, they, the only reason why, they, they didn't get him for rape or nothing. They got him for, uh, what do you call it? Battery. De- def- well, that, well, defamation. Okay? Well, and they said he, he committed battery on her, but he did not commit rape. How, how, how do they even know that? How can, if, if she says he raped her, and they say, well, we can't prove that, but we can prove he, he committed assault, sexual assault on you. How do they, how can they prove that? You're right. I don't think this thing will stand up in the first appeal. It'll go down. It'll go down, and it's they're all they're doing is trying to. Uh, they're tr- actually what they're doing. They're helping him. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, this look, President Trump. I know him personally. He's a friend of mine. I consider him a friend, greatest president in my time. Okay, uh, only man that I've known besides Ronald Reagan that done that said what he was going to do and done it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, this is just another shot at him. Uh, it won't stick. It, it's just uh, they're so afraid that he's going to somehow get back in power. And they're going to do, just like Liz Cheney said, we're going to do everything in our power to stop him from ever becoming uh, in power again in any shape, way, shape, or form. And that's how much, because uh, he knows what's good. They all know what's going to happen. He's going to come in there. He should have done it the last time. Come in there and clean house. Do what, do what Bobby Kennedy Jr. is saying now. If he gets elected president, He's going to shut down the CIA, the FBI, the National Security Council, break up all these uh, the departments that are way too powerful, the environmental, yeah. you know, it, 
And I, that's what needs to be happening. The, the, those people all are entrenched. You can't fire them. I'd come in. I'd say, you're fired. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's what he should have done the first time. Yeah. I think he was, know, thought, he was trying to see if he could get along, which you can't get along with those people. No. They're, they're not our friends. They're bureaucrats. They, mm, they and, make a living off the system. Yeah, and, and, and I think they're also criminal. And, oh, yeah, they're criminal. Oh, yes, they're criminal. And I, I'm, I can't wait till tomorrow to find out what they're fixing to turn loose. The, the evidence they're fixing to turn loose on Hunter. I can't wait either because, it, it, I mean, it, they're circling around the whole subject. But if, the, what comes out that uh, Comer ta- is talking about, it's, it, this should be a real dilly. So absolutely. The other breaking news today is that uh, Tucker Carlson is coming back and he's going to be on um, on Twitter. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, I'm uh, of course, you know, everybody has their choice of platforms. Uh, I'm glad he's coming back. Maybe. Well, uh, let me tell you. I'll tell you who's going to suffer is Fox News. They oh, already, already are. are. Yeah. You know, Fox News is the Bud Light. <laughs> they are. It's the second installment of Bud Light. I ain't never seen people that cut their own throats like Fox News just did and like uh, Anheuser-Busch, you know? But I, I, uh, what's been happening in our country for some time now, Terry, you watched it happen too, is all these people think they can just shove things down our throats and we take it and we like it. And I think well, what we're starting to show them is that we don't have to take it and we don't have to like it. That's right. And and look, and we're... We're not criminals for not going along with their program. No, I mean this country was 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 in you know came about on dissent. We dissented uh, of Great Britain having power over us and 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 taking our rights away from us. That's yeah. how our country got started, yeah. taxing us and not not let us have a say so. What happens to us? And that's exactly what's going on now. This woke crowd, you know, I'm like Kid Rock. They can't cancel me, Earl. <laughs> Let me tell you. I want them to try. <laughs> look, look, first of all, the only way somebody can cancel you is if you let them. Yeah. Yeah, stop talking. And that ain't going to happen with you. And uh, uh-uh. it's not, it, it, they thought they could uh, cancel Tucker and he wouldn't be able to go anywhere. How long did that last? And now he hooks up with Elon Musk. No telling what's going to happen. Also, I just got a text from somebody that says that uh, they could be talking to uh, Megan Kelly. Uh, they could end up forming a whole channel with uh, Bill O'Reilly, Megan Kelly, uh, Dan Bongino. I mean, there's all the ex-Fox people come together. And guess yeah, what? I mean, let me tell you something. Uh, Rupert Murdoch might be a he might be a genius, but he sure don't show it to me. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's letting his kids and their wives uh, have a say so, and and that was that's going to be his downfall. I truly believe. But, Maybe I got this. I tell you. Since Tucker's gone, if, if if Fox News really wants to go down the drain, they need to find that ad executive that did that uh, <laughs> for, Bud Light. Deal for Bud Light. And hire her. <laughs> I think that'd be a brilliant move. Say, do what you did for Bud Light for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Terry Rowland, I always uh, appreciate your take on things because you tell us exactly what you think. And I think you're saying the same thing a lot of other people are thinking and that we ain't taking it no more. And I appreciate, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, Earl. We'll talk to you soon. We'll take a quick break. Then we're checking in with Dick.
back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much and welcome back. Uh, we're supposed to have David Ballard on who's with Flock Cameras, which are these uh, license plate reading cameras that are all over the county and in fact, they were at uh, Baptist Hospital on all entrances last night, and uh, I've talked to a number of law enforcement officials that say these cameras have already helped them not only find people but convict people, and so they're a good thing. He said in a meeting in Atlanta, just can't get loose, so we'll have him on later to talk about that product, which people are using in their neighborhoods to help. It doesn't just take a picture of a plate. It's artificial intelligence at work. It will record scratches, bumps, uh, discolored lights, uh, paint jobs. Um, and so it's going to be very difficult to, to hide a vehicle once it's been captured by this. And then that's seen anywhere else on any other camera. It automatically puts out an alert and sends it to all law enforcement officials everywhere. So great new tool. We'll tell you more about it um, in the days ahead. Tucker Carlson is preparing to unleash uh, allies to attack Fox News. <laughs> in an effort to bully the network into letting him for or start a right-wing rival sources close to him tell Exos. Barry Friedman, the high-powered Hollywood lawyer Carlson retained for the contract dispute, told Exos, the idea that anyone is going to silence Tucker and prevent him from speaking to his audience is beyond preposterous. (laughs) Why it matters. Tucker versus Fox could reshape the conservative news world. Fox, which was seen its ratings plunge in Carlson's slot since he, not just his slot, as we were talking to uh, Terry Rowland a minute ago, the entire network is down. I mean, everybody. Uh, um, and so uh, Sean Hannity, uh, you know, you name it, every show they have uh, is down. Gutfield, all of them. Carlson's slot, since he was let go 13 days ago, wants to sideline him by paying him $20 million a year not to work. <laughs> Good luck. The intrigue, Axios has learned Carlson is busy plotting a media empire of his own, but it needs Fox to let him out of his contract, which expires in January 2025 after his presidential election. We're told Carlson has been contracted by outlets, including the right-wing Rumble and Newsmax, that offered to pay him more than his Fox contract. Beyond Behind the scenes, Axios has learned that Carlson and Elon Musk had a conversation about working together, but it didn't discuss specifics. Now, we know now that uh, he is going with um, with uh, Twitter, which is Elon Musk. Carlson's uh, confidants say he is also contemplating building a direct-to-consumer media outlet where his millions of fans could pay to watch him. Carlson's predecessor in his Fox slot, Bill O'Reilly, created a blueprint for that. Two days after being booted, Carlson teased in a Twitter video posted on 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Counter-programming his former show. See you soon. The two-minute video has racked up 24 million views. And people are sick of it. They're, they're sick of what they're doing to us on every other level. They tried to silence Tucker, and he's coming back and saying, you got to keep my yap shut. You keep your 20 million. You'll make a hell of a lot more than 20 million. The Alton host knows where a lot of bodies are buried and is ready to start drawing a map. set <laughs> Carlson source who hasn't wasn't authorized to speak publicly. Carlson allies with big platforms are prepared to attack Fox for trying to keep him on the shelf. Bare knuckle brawlers from Trump world are standing by. <laughs> They're coming to him and saying, do you want me to hit Fox? A close Carlson friend said he's been saying, no, I want to get this done quiet and clean. 
Now we're going from peacetime to DEFCON 1, a friend added. His team is preparing for war. He wants his freedom. And a sign of what could be becoming, Megyn Kelly hit former employer for its post-Carlson ratings by tweeting a reference to conservative attacks on Bud Light. She, quote, my audience is calling them Fox Wiser. <laughs> the other side, Fox News directed Axios to the network statement, when Fox and Carlson agreed to part ways, we thank him for his service and to the network. Uh, embarrassing revelations have surfaced about Carlson from the files of settled Dominion voting systems case against Fox, including his use of an obscenity about women and text messages in which he said about a street attack. It's not how white men fight. Carlson's camp said his media suitors have gotten more aggressive about following up on their efforts, viewing him as all the hotter. In other words, he's even more. He fights back. The better he looks to all of them. Um, so, uh, I say stand by and see what happens with Tucker Carlson next. I was uh, talking with Jim Elliott, who's uh, my former news associate uh, for here many years, been in Connecticut for a long time, coming back on Thursday, and we'll have a lot more information there. But he said, you know, you, you look at Megyn Kelly, you got Bill O'Reilly out there, you got uh, all these former Fox people that are doing okay, but they've never been able to get on a platform that they could uh, rival what Fox did for them. This may be an opportunity that Elon Musk brings them all together and, uh, cause they're all fighting the same battle. And I think all of them, I like all of them. You know, they, uh, I, I really do miss seeing Bill O'Reilly. I, I enjoyed him for many years on Fox and I enjoyed Megan Kelly. I thought she was very bright. And, uh, so I, I think there's a lot of things in play right now. Uh, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next. Uh, so, uh, I mean, just like here locally, all the radio stations changing their formats. I mean, nothing stays the same and dynamics change. And, but the, the one thing that can't change is, to, is freedom to be able to express your ideas and not, uh, have this woke generation try to stuff things down their throats and stop people from talking. That's their whole defense is they can't come back with a better idea. They just want to silence anybody that doesn't agree with their ideas. And then you got uh, this uh, Anna Navarro, co-host of ABC's The View, claimed Monday that a person being black or Hispanic does not mean they can't become a white supremacist. I mean, it's like, it's like remember when they came out with uh, global warming and then it got cold. So they said, well, we're not going to call it global warming. We're calling it climate change. And they're saying the same thing here. Anybody can be a white supremacist, even black people, brown people, Chinese people, Asian people. She says, but the shooter who happened to be Hispanic and Latino, which is very bizarre to me, had a white supremacy uh, moniker on him, Hostin said before noting that the FBI director, Christopher Wray, has said that white supremacist violence is a serious threat in the U.S. Well, they also said that uh, parents who go to defend their children not being exposed to sexuality in the first grade are the same thing as a uh, terrorist. Um we all have to remember that the head of the Proud Boys, his name is Enrique Terrero, Navarro said. The Proud Boys is a white nationalist group. Look, being Hispanic or being black does not, or being anything does not make you immune from being a racist. Or you're right, they can be racist against white people uh, from being radicalized from being a white supremacist. What about being a brown supremacist, a black supremacist, because that's what they're doing, and from being evil 
and for being homicidal. And we are seeing it all over and over again. There are people, you know, who don't see themselves as what they are, including you, young lady. I, I think it's, well, The View, one of my highly intellectual shows. You ever watch The View? Well, then you're an idiot. <laughs> you watch The View and you like it. It's, uh, uh, and they, they have writers. I didn't know this until the other day, that the whole show is scripted. Each of those women has a little cue card, and I thought that was just the, the name of the person they're interviewing, Dax, or suggested questions. Now, every one of them has their little, little twip to throw in and little uh, uh, jab to throw at somebody else, and so they've got like 25 writers. And uh, so Whoopi Goldberg had coming up with this crud that she comes in. She actually got somebody they're paying to write that stuff for her. It's scary. Um this is, is not scary. It's the truth. A study shows that moms work the equivalent of 2.5 full-time jobs. And I will attest to that. I know in my own case with my mom, uh, she, uh, my dad built pipelines all over the world. And for much of my youth, my sister and brothers, it was just mom taking care of three kids. She didn't have a job outside the home. Uh, she was always just a mom and her mother, but she was constantly ironing, washing, cooking, cleaning up, taking his places. And, uh, she really raised us pretty much by herself. Even though we had a dad, he was just gone so much because he was always working, which is the way many people in that era did. I mean, people worked hard back then. And, uh, and then in my own case, it was my wife, Kathy, uh, she does a lot more than I do. And, and I know why, cause she, she knows how to do it right. She tells me, I know how I want it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, that includes uh, taking dishes out of the dishwasher, putting them in the cabinets, taking out of the sink after dinner, cleaning them off, putting them in the dishwasher. She has her own way about doing everything. And so I try to help, but, you know, as Ron Olson and I both agree, we just can't do the job. <laughs> and so we are uh, therefore excused from duty on so many things. We are allowed to take the trash out. Uh, but it's not breaking news that moms work hard. It's a tough job raising kids, and it takes a lot of time. Uh, but this study does show that it's like they have two and a half jobs and work something like 80, 90 hours a week. That's totally true to me. And I watch my daughter now with her son, her husband, my son-in-law is a firefighter, an EMT, and he's not doing that. He has a yard service. So he's working all the time. She has a full-time job. And when she gets home and picks up uh, her son at the daycare center, it's boogie till it's time for him to go to bed. They get up the next morning, you get, get him ready, get him out the door, then you go to work. And they almost look at work as a rest period. <laughs> it's true. Let me go to work. Anyway, Mom's Day is coming up on this coming Sunday. Don't forget about it. Remember your mom. And I will tell you this. I tell my son and my daughter and everybody that needs to listen, uh, Philip inside who's producing right now, you, you'll never have somebody that loves you more than your mom. Your mom is the best thing that will ever happen to you. You may try to find somebody that'll cook like her, that'll treat you the way she does, that will put the crease in your blue jeans like she does. Ain't going to happen. It's only going to be mom that does that. So you thank her every day now when she can appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be back to wrap things up. And welcome back. Uh, this uh Actually, I don't know if it's just breaking. Somebody else says it, she actually posted this two days ago. But uh, this woman, uh, Tara Reeds, uh, has tweeted out that uh, 
I want to make this something very clear. If something happens uh, to me, all roads lead to Joe Biden. Joe Biden and DNC political machine threats, bullying and uh, bullying and intimidation over the last three years will not work. I am not suicidal. I should not be under investigation, nor am I a foreign agent. I'm a private citizen. I was a former staffer of Joe Biden's that has chosen to step forward to tell the truth. The tactics using intimidation and bullying to silence me and suppress me using the uh, DOJ and the FBI and social media will not work. Leave me alone. I will testify under oath in Congress if asked to do so and tell what I know uh, happened and, and what I know about all the things that they're trying to cover up. Biden it, Corruption must end, period. Thank you, uh, Representative MTG and Matt Getz, for inviting me to testify and uh, caring about the truth. Uh, so another one coming forward. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I think that Democrats are trying to get rid of it because all this stuff is now coming out, and I don't think it would be if if they really weren't trying to um, – to, uh, get find a way to dump him but I, I really don't know how they do it how do you get rid of him and then get somebody else in time to make them build up their case enough to to win uh, uh of course now they're saying that the reason they're having the democrat convention in chicago is because they're going to bring out oh, uh uh mrs obama uh who's going to be the next presidential candidate and well that all opened up the can of worms that you've never seen before so we'll see what happens with that. I do want to remind everybody that there is a, a flash flood warning uh, that uh, is out there for parts of Mississippi and Soda County and Marshall County. It's all because of the dam at Arkabutla. And I've got another update on that. Uh, let's see. Press release uh, Arkabutla Dam. Uh, okay, here it is says, uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, uh, Vicksburg District's Emergency Operations Center, um, is uh, potential breach conditions in Arkabutla. The EOC will operate on extended hours as necessary to coordinate in response to any impacts in the district's area of responsibility. The personnel will be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, the district will lower the pool in an elevation of at least 20, 20, 210 feet to reduce breach potential and initiate safe emergency repairs. Operational releases uh, associated with lowering the lake are not expected to induce downstream flooding. Project personnel continue to monitor the dam conditions 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Observed conditions at the dam's outlet structure led to the declaration. The district will provide these updates as they become available. All recreation areas and road accesses immediately downstream will be closed until a determination has been made that the activities can resume. The uh, following areas are closed at this time. Old Pratt Road, Highway 301 along the base of Arkabutla Dam, South Outlet Channel Campground and Day Use Area, including... Uh, the Swinging Bridge Natural Trail and Boat Ramp, uh, North Outlet Day Use Area, including the playgrounds, pavilions, and the Fishing Pier and Coldwater River Nature Trail and Basketball Court. So um, 
be looking for additional information. If it comes out, we'll certainly let you know. Uh, right now, they say it's not a threat, just within they're closing off any areas that would be very dangerous if um, things go uh, badly. They say there's actually a sinkhole right there at the base of the dam, and all kinds of debris and things are going in there. Uh, Riley Gaines, I don't know if you know who she is, she's a former uh, female swimmer uh, who is now saying uh, the way to fight back against this transgender competition is to boycott competing against trans girls. Just don't run, don't swim, which I've said for some time. If some guy shows up who says now he's now a, a girl and wants to compete with you, you should just walk away. Then there's no race. There's, what does he win? There's, he, 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 let him have a medal. It doesn't mean a thing. What, what they're doing now doesn't mean a thing. And the fact that these people let this happen is ludicrous. Athletes must refuse to compete against transgender girls to ensure sports go back to being fair and reserved for biological females. Former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines told Fox News. This is a woman, she went to some college here a couple of weeks ago. And just to talk about that, you know, women should defend the, the, their right to be able to just compete against each other. I mean, it's, it, who, who thinks that's it fair that just because a guy says he's now a woman that he can go out and compete against him and win? The one guy won the gold medal for a national competition and the right to be in the Olympics over uh, of a female. He ain't a female. We have girls who, when they whistle blows, they don't run, they don't swim, they just stand up on the block, and they don't go. I wouldn't even get to that point. I just wouldn't show up. It's unfortunate, of course, to ask women to make the sacrifice because these are their sports. They should be entitled to playing, she added. They should have to give up anything uh, to get the changes. Since tying for fifth with transgender University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas, uh, Gaines has advocated women's sports to be reserved for biological females. I agree. That is our show for today. Be careful out there, folks, and uh, we'll see you bright and early tomorrow at 3 p.m.